0: Hey guys, this is CJ from the Three Black Geeks, and you're listening to the Big Gold Belt Show—quite possibly the best damn wrestling show you will ever listen to, well, next to Wrestle Corner, at least. Hehe. <laughs>
1: Yo, we're jumping into another week, another episode of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. As usual, it's the host here, and I am here with... Um, who am I here with? I'm confusing myself. What's up, y'all? I'm with Will. I'm with Marcellus. How y'all fellas doing?
2: Man, you don't forgot who your crew was, man. <laughs> and and like,
1: Judy even forgot who he is too. Too James, come <laughs> on now. <laughs> Look, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I'm snuggled in a blanket right now doing this episode. It's Do you have a broken
2: snuggled. face as well? <laughs> and, and concussion-like symptoms?
1: That, it's cold in the DMV this week, so I'm it just I'm staying warm. It was. It's still cold. Where you at? Well,
2: well I'm inside my 49ers blanket, so I'm cold. See? Right so it
1: so, so sounds like you can relate. But anyway. I, I can. Oh, it's another week, man. This is going to be one. Oh, so much to talk about this week, man. I... Oh. Man, where do we start? But I, I, I think it's more importantly that we start about what is the biggest um what's the event of the weekend, which is going to be NXT TakeOver and Survivor Series. Now, um as usual, and anybody's been a long fan of, of the show, you know, we don't really do reviews of pay-per-views anymore. It's kind of played out, but we will just touch upon it real quick since uh because of all the other news that's happening this week, <laughs> it's easily to overlook the pay-per-views that are happening. So uh, uh, let's just quickly just mention it real quick because I, I do have some comments about it. So um, this will be NST TakeOver War Games live in um, L.A., which is a big deal when you think about it, too. Um, the second, uh, second War Games, actually, mm-hmm. um, and you got matches such as Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream, Alex the Black returning versus Jordi Gargano, uh, um, Shayna Baszler versus Kairi Sane, and then for your War Games match, uh, you have the Undisputed Error fully loaded, all four of them, versus uh, Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and uh, War Raiders. So, I mean, anybody, anybody that knows anything knows that is absolutely a stacked card. TakeOver has a good reputation on putting on um, really good uh, cards, period, and matches. So I expect no different from this one, but... The one thing I want to bring up about this is that when you look at um, the names being mentioned here, the names that's not being mentioned here, considering all the new signees they've done, um, and considering the storylines of all these matches, is it just me? Or does this legitimately feel like this literally is going to be the closing of the
2: book of some of these names on this card? (laughs) I I was just about to say that because when you think of, and, and we'll get into deeper talk in a second, When you think of somebody like Velveteen Dream, this is somebody that's probably going to be his showcase and last match because he doesn't have anything else to fight for when it comes to NXT. And once again, like you said, you have all these superstars that, you know, for the past year since last War Games per se, or maybe a little bit before that, they had their debuts, they had their Mania season moments, they had their summer matches, and now this is like the the ending story of their minor league system before they make that jump. The only problem is, if you see them make the jump after the Survivor Series pay-per-view going into WrestleMania season soon, where do they fall in line? Are they going to be Royal Rumble's uh, participants? Do you have yeah. some type of showcase or a Battle Royal coming through? Where do you fit them? Because you don't want to do it at the wrong time because you're going to mess up what's already loaded rosters on the main, you know, on the main event side where some of these NXT superstars are not getting any love at all. So you don't mm-hmm. want to overload it again where you're messing up this same repeated, Factor where they're great. They did everything on NXT, but have nothing for them on the main roster.
1: That's that's a lot to consider.
3: (laughs) It's a balancing act. It's totally a balancing act because you have an overloaded NXT roster. And in a lot of ways, you have an overloaded main roster. And Velveteen Dream, who you just mentioned, Marcellus, I think that's kind of the perfect example. Because as far as NXT goes, the only thing left to do is either you make him champion or you move him on pretty much otherwise he's just going to be treading water there you just yep. be putting him in another feud with somebody and i don't i can't see him putting the belt on him I, he strikes me as someone that there's way more chance they're going to call him up yep. and put him on the main roster especially being he's so character based and mm-hmm. that's just so much that's so much better of a main roster fit mm-hmm. like i mean he's ready for the main roster for sure and i thought for a long time now, for a good year it's like I think Vince is going to eat his gimmick up once he sees it. Cause it's such like, it's a kind of, you know, a cross between Rick rude and gold dust. And there's just so much they could do with that, especially with just like vignettes and writing for him, not even yep. taking into account the wrestling side. It's the kind of gimmick on the main roster that I think is, can take off really big. So I expect him to get called up. And even like, even what we were just saying, uh, when you were breaking down the card just now to James, there's so many people that aren't even on this show. I yep. mean, e- EC3 ain't on the show. You don't have Keith Lee on the show. You don't have Matt Riddle on the show. Nope. You don't have Chris Hero on the show. Cassius. Oh no. I mean, all these guys are also regularly getting TV time. They're not on the show. And heck only two of the ladies are on the show. You mm-hmm. only got the NXT women's title match between Shayna and uh, Kyrie Sane. So yep. there's a ton of people not getting the time this go around, and and Triple H talked about that on the conference call that he that the thinking is between War Games and Kyrie and Shayna going two out of three falls that both those matches are going to need a good chunk of time, so they didn't want to push it to five matches. They wanted to keep it to four and leave stuff time for stuff to breathe, which I can see. It's definitely you know this is a gimmick match heavy show, yep. But it's yeah. definitely a situation where you have four matches and every one of them is a main event. Every one of them's main event on Saturday, and it is gonna tear the house down in LA. I can't imagine a scenario where
1: that show is not gonna be good. I think there's an argument that anybody on this car could move up. Um, also, too, from that conference call, it's, it's um, key to point out that Triple H does view NXT as a third brand. So, I'm not, I, you know, we don't really know about the control of him being yeah. able to keep talent on NXT, but you know, granted that you know, 2019 is gonna be a real pivotal year for WWE. And triple h you know coming out full-fledged saying that he believes this is a third brand um who knows because he's been ducking that question about the extension of nxt tv time being on tv period yep. and it being considered third brand so who, who knows but i mean all these signees for their main showcase to only have four matches only can only point to one thing that they clearly have to be thinking about in the future extending period but um i mean Tommaso champa him coming up to the main roster, considering what Hills are doing on the main roster, there's intrigue there. I mean, granted, if he loses, it doesn't. I mean, what's left for him to do? Johnny Gargano again, and same with Gargano. If he wins or loses, I mean, that, that. Daniel Bryan has went heel turn. Is that your next pure baby face that they're looking forward to? Outside Black is obviously a veteran in in, in the game, and is it, you know somebody like him. How much more time does he actually need in NXT? Is the question, and then. Shayna Baszler, we all know eventually where they want her to um, be partnered or nearby. So, you yep. know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of implications here that I think that um, takeover this takeover is going to be a really a new dawn of a new beginning, considering that this is their last one for the year. And, you know, like you said, we're going into mania season. So that should be very interesting to look for into. Um, yeah. So anything else to we'll take over? Because that's it.
2: One thing I will say about TakeOver, um, and once again, I know we highlighted that, is four main event matches. And I still expect this show to be on a two-hour time slot where each one will get about 20 to 25 minutes. But I think it needs that 20 to 25 minutes because each one needs their storytelling within their own matches. Um, But my biggest question, I just want to see what you guys, and I'll I'll go to you, Will. What do you think opens the show? What closes the show?
3: Ooh, good question. The War Games, well, the War 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 Game Games is closing. Open. War Games no, is closing, I'm sure. You, you uh, think? As as, I think so. I think yeah. so. I think War Games closes because it's a gimmick match. and Once you do that, you got to, you know, that's the match that's going to have all the weapons. It's, that's going to have all the extra bells and whistles. You close the show with War Games. Mm-hmm. Um, opening, I guess that puts it between maybe you have the ladies open the show no it's actually actually not thinking about it i would open the show with alistair and johnny gargano me too yeah do 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 the hot match with the storyline to open the show you probably do them you do the ladies then you do the world title then you do war games yeah (laughs) probably your match order and i can almost
1: and i can almost imagine that the dark match will be um another woman's match too so it does make it a nice balance of woman man woman and then the, obviously, like you said, the gamut match Max so. Yeah. Either way, I, I don't think each match is going to be twenty to twenty-five minutes. I think we're getting like twelve to fifteen, and the war games will not going to be like a chill thirty to maybe forty minutes. Easily,
2: <laughs> possibly.
1: I mean, that's a it's a lot of talent, and there's a lot of people in this match that's going to have to execute a lot of spots that they want that they're going to want to utilize. So you can believe that. Um. Anyway, okay, moving on. Okay. So, unless you've been under a complete rock in <laughs> the last month and some change, how awesome has Becky Lynch been? Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, I, you know what? I feel like, you know, I was telling I was telling everybody uh, in pre, pre-show uh, meeting that, um, you know, prep with a lot of Becky Lynch material. I feel like I need to go prep with a lot of Will tweets because... <laughs> No, but but seriously though, like, like Becky Lynch is so over that it I, 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 st- I start to think that maybe even the talent may be underestimating what's gonna happen when you're when you're in either fuse or situation where because granted she's a heel, but ever since she won the title, she's been extreme well, not before before she won a title, everyone was chanting her. But I mean, she's extremely over and and she's literally taking the flame and ran with it. I mean, what what more can you say about about her last month and a half, for real?
2: I would I would honestly <laughs> say this. I'll go out on limb. Let's say if the year ended right now, she would be my wrestler of the year, hands down. That uh, is a man, a male and a woman.
3: The, the week she's had, there is a hell of a case to make for that. The beauty of this has been how the last few months, her rise has been completely organic. Yep. You know, it's something that... They started doing some stuff with her. They turned her heel, but folks just didn't want to go along with that. And they just willed her into a position where it's like, all right, you're going to make her champ. We're still going to be behind her. You're going to put her in a program with Charlotte. We're still going to be behind her. And then they put her over Charlotte at evolution and started the build for survivor series. And then everything this week, the stars just aligned. It was the most Unbelievable, like unplanned, like serendipitous moment when she came in that ring on Monday Night Raw, and I guess you know, I guess as far as we know, it was an accident. You know, <laughs> however it happened. Well,
1: but well, wait, ended no, up. Let's let's hold us hold off on that point. I think there's okay. a, a lot a lot more build up before that exclamation point that went and made everyone go crazy and everyone become professionals all of a sudden. Uh, first, first, I'll just throw a question to you guys and anyone who's listening to the show. Now, let's, let's not let's not be narrow-minded like the Oscars and, and people <laughs> think that there was a whole year of material here. Is Becky Lynch the best heel of 2018 with this body of work that she's displayed?
2: Okay, now let let me let me think about this for a second. I'm trying and to I, play back my, Oh, go ahead,
1: go ahead. And I I, I to, add, to to add to this. Now, we know that WWE clearly doesn't define heels and faces nowadays. Right. So, even in her face run, there were still glimpses of heel uh and she was always a badass, period. So there was still, you know, glimpses of this heel turn eventually coming. So, you know, not, not just completely heel, Becky, but oh, again, throughout the whole year, do you, do you think that Becky Lynch is your
2: best heel in WWE of 2018? That's tough, man, because as, as you was talking, I was thinking about, you know, Samoa Joe had his heel moments. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to think about what Dean Ambrose is doing currently right now as a heel turn and he's developing it. He still has a lot of growing to do. Um, we, we're going to talk about in a minute what Daniel Bryan's heel turn and what that can do for the next month or so, uh, possibly. That's not um, in the discussion. <laughs> but, but but I'm just thinking about, like, everything that she's done. I will say this. I won't say she's been the best heel, but she's had the best reaction.
1: Champa has done some really interesting things this year. And also Nakamura has went kind of –
2: yeah, going back to the WrestleMania season. Yeah, so. But he never he never won anything with it. Like, all that heel moments, like, concluded to the face still won. At some point, when you say that somebody has the best heel work, the heel has to overcome the face. You have to have your, you know, your moment like you're in the Avengers Affinity War, where Thanos has that moment where he's winning, even if it's only for a moment. Nakamura didn't have that. Champa did. But but, yes. Nak- but Nakamura did not. So I can't put him in that ring. But that champ, I mean, excuse me, that, that heel has to have that winning moment for me in order to crown them as somebody that, is, that had the best heel moments. kind of like what Becky is in the conversation that we're going right now.
3: Yeah, Marcellus is making, bringing up the name that I'm going to say. It's, it's absolutely Tommaso Ciampa because mm-hmm. at least he has been hated. He's been, he's been the champ and he's been hated mm-hmm. and he's gotten the heat. Becky never got that heat of being hated. That's the one issue. But what she has been is she's been absolutely the best Becky Lynch she could possibly be. I liken liken what Becky Lynch is right now to Stone Cold Steve Austin when he was on his rise because they were trying to make him a heel too and people Mm. just weren't having it. People were not having it and they just rallied behind him much like the rallying behind her and right. she's playing the role perfectly in the same darn way as stone cold steve austin where essentially she's just fearless she's going out there she's kicking ass she's taking names she's not backing down from anybody which is very unheel like you know most heels they gotta you know at some time, some point they gotta turn tail and run becky's not doing that She's standing up to everybody. It's much more of a Stone Cold Steve Austin run than anything else in my mind. And that's why I think people are responding to it so much. She's just – it's another – a completely different presentation for the women that we haven't really seen before. Mm-hmm. Loving it.
2: <laughs> Two James, you still here? I think he got us on a quick mute right there. But just thinking on that, I'm, I'm going I'm to follow up on that Will, and I'm going to ask yeah, you this yeah. question too. So with, with Tommaso, if he's been that heel moment here, how do you expect him to transcend if he goes up to that main level now? Like, where do you expect him to go next step? Because if you think about him, he's the same size as Daniel Bryan. Once again, I don't want to touch too much on Daniel Bryan right now because <laughs> we're going to dip deep in that, dig in that a little bit later. But um, where do you see him going? Because even on Raw, he has to have a big challenge of having Brock Lesnar being that guy. Is he somebody that can be that mid-card level, being a a consistent heel, kind of like the Miz? But where do you see him going if he continues this heel work at the next level?
3: Ciampa can definitely be big in the mid card. The biggest thing is that made got him so far was he had the perfect foil to work against right. in Johnny Gargano. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing. He's gotta have the other, he's gotta have the dance partner. He's gotta have the balancing act. And it doesn't necessarily have to be Johnny Gargano. If anything, I'd say he's really at a point now where he needs to get away from him because they've kind of beat that horse to death. You know? So and like he needs to get in another role. So that's why I'm really glad to be seeing him taking on Velveteen Dream this yep. weekend instead of doing yet another match with gargano yeah. but he, he'll be fine he's got all the tools he needs to be able to to be a top heel on the main roster i have no doubt about that
1: that was my reserve about like maybe the future endeavors for both for for, for him because it's just like if he wins then you know who's the who's the next top baby face i mean you don't want him versus alistair black you don't want him first get gargano again so someone's to a point where it's like, well, maybe he should lose and then he should go up to the main roster. And I and I think I overheard you say that um, Becky was taking a page out of Chompa's book, especially with her uses of social media. I mean, uh-huh. granted, that has been her biggest weapon. And also, to my own point, the, the Miz is the biggest heel of 2018. There's not even a question about it. I, I don't <laughs> want people to quickly forget just because Becky's having a good time. But I will say this, because we know when people, <laughs> we know how everybody get all uptight about things. Do y'all believe in any doubt, any any part of your mind that Becky Lynch is going way too far with her antics and and how she's using social social media?
2: Not at all. And this this is like old school kayfabe in a way. Like if you really probably know Becky Lynch, she's probably a great woman, somebody cool to get along with. But when she's in character, she's in character on screen and off screen. And this is great because this is what we're missing because sometimes we just try to dig too deep and try to overanalyze everything. But if we can just enjoy the story that she's doing, being in character, like, you know, she's Becky Lynch. She's not, you know, no real person right now. She's her character. And she's building that to the T and that's just bringing more reactions, more conversation where fans want to tune into this in which they're trying to possibly throw in a big WrestleMania event for her in the future. It's all working in her favor.
3: Oh, totally. And we got to remember she's she's working with Rhonda, who's having the time of her life doing this so Mm -hmm. i think i think the understanding is there on both their sides where it's like Rhonda's having her you know essentially doing her dream job right now being in wwe and being in a big time program and becky lynch is having the biggest run of her career and i think both of them are just like let it all hang out and they're they are they gotta be loving this they both got to be loving this whole deal. So yep. I think the only thing both of them have to worry about with the way this whole thing is going is not peaking this whole thing way too soon. That's the old, the way, way this week is gone and where things might be headed. That's my only concern because we got a lot of time between now and a certain big event next year. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We will see. We, we, we got to get to all that, how all this all went down this week.
1: <laughs> okay. So, Considering that this is not really a creative move, that's 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 you know clearly getting this over. Um, it's pre-organic, like you said. Um, I, I really don't worry about it being a uh, peaking because I believe when something's kind of natural and organic and being you know homegrown, um, that um it comes from a it comes from a source that that provides longevity within it. Um, it's you know on the face side, it's like the new day and everything they do. I mean, granted. Um, they lost, you know, a ton of steam from from the year. But granted, they're still considered in the main event in the tag team division because everything they do is purely and solely who they are. So I think that um, Becky being able to do this with Ronda, I mean, if they wanted to work this program for another half of a year, uh, well, granted, considering the rumors, it is sort of happening, right, yeah. Right? Um, I think it's going to be fine. I think with more and more of the implications, um, Coming about, um, I think it's going to be good. So, um, obviously they've been exchanging numerous blows on Twitter. Uh, we'll talk about in one second with that. Um, I do want to say, okay. So last show, or maybe the show before that, we 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 talked a uh, a lot about Ronda and Nikki Bella and how Nikki Bella completely dropped the ball in that feud, and um, obviously she has been. Completely erased from the picture because they haven't been since. They're they're not even relevant now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I I spoke a lot about how I felt Rhonda was in her element. Um, in doing so, Rhonda has also came out and admitted to her working with Paul Heyman and getting her promo skills right. Um, so that's 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 all good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know the the other the other positive uh, point to this feud is that so we knew what Rhonda can do. Basically, by how she blasted Nikki Bella. Now we see Becky step up to it. And now you see how properly a championship match should be built. So is it safe to say that this match for Survivor Series, um, before everything that went down, completely overshadows everything that happened at Evolution with Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey? Considering no historic, like, factors to that <laughs> on. You know what I mean?
3: Oh yeah, the 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 slate has been has been wiped clean. But let's not uh-huh. forget though that that Becky had that huge match with Charlotte at Evolution that most people look at as like the best match on the show that stole the show. Right. So that was kind of I think you know the, the 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 fuse had already been lit on, on Becky's you know rocket launching, and then that match at Evolution with Charlotte definitely poured a bunch of gasoline on the fire. And then the past couple weeks, this build to her taking on Ronda at Survivor Series as they had planned, that all exploded this week. The rocket took off this week, Mm -hmm. and it it, it wasn't planned. It was not planned, but it happened. It Mm -hmm. happened, and it happened in a way that just, you know, you can't plan that kind of stuff. But, I mean, Monday Night Raw, the close of Monday Night Raw is going to be legendary for, like, it's going to be synonymous with Becky Lynch for the rest of her career of that image of her with her nose busted open and blood all over her face. Mm -hmm. That is going to be a, that is her stone cold Steve Austin moment on the mat at WrestleMania 13 against Bret Hart. Mm -hmm. You know,
2: I'm glad you said that will. Cause it's like, like you said, I'm going to just add to it. She got her brass ring just laid in front of her. Now we got to set the table. We we got the menu, what it could be. Now we got to put the appetizers up, which is going to lead to WrestleMania possibly. But this is what I want WWE to do. Because so many times, even when we went to to New Orleans for WrestleMania 34, it's very upsetting that WWE doesn't use WrestleMania to culminate the end of a huge storyline. They try to use it to continue it. This could be a good moment where this moment, this image that Will, you just described, can set up to something that happened at Mania where it's going to be the grand stage of something that could be the end of an epic storyline.
1: Well, okay. Go. So so we have to think about this too. They're on separate shows too. So not only do I agree with your point, um you also have months to figure out and to make sense. How do you get people on separate shows to face each other again considering they're both champions? How do you do this properly um so that, you know, um you keep them both strong because for months you're going to have them separated and, and their respective brands running, uh, running matches. You obviously you're going to have you know the number one contender, Nia Jax, um, obviously, uh, stowing around before you know she's she's um giving her championship um, uh, match. So there's there's a lot to do. It I just feel sorry for anyone else who's involved because with how much energy and how much um and 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 how much you know buzz this is creating, um, you just definitely. Just don't want to lose that. So, okay, so my my other thing is too. Um uh b- beyond beyond what they both have uh beyond what Becky's been doing, do you think also that WWE is ultimately just promoting Survivor Series way better than Evolution is, considering the fact of like everything that they're I- embracing it within this? Like, do you think that? Overall and production-wise, do you think that they legitimately care about this much more than Evolution?
2: Uh, just going back to what we talked about earlier about Evolution, it, it was just – the event was a great event. It spotlighted a lot of things. It just wasn't promoted the way it should have been. And to me, when you had these – and what was it? What, now we have three pay-per-views in six, seven weeks. If we're, counting, much, evolution, yeah. if we're counting Evolution and then Saudi Arabia and now this <laughs> – it, it, like, it dilutes everything because it's like you're getting too much and you didn't have that time where maybe for the month of October, this was the moment for the woman. Um, so it was mismanaged in a way, just to you know, not to capitalize on a great opportunity, but what you can do you can make up for it or build on it, rather, to try to go what you're going for WrestleMania season and and spotlight the woman in different ways that you've never done before.
1: I just baited the question. My my point that I'm gonna make that I'm getting off that. Then we're talking about Nia Jax is the fact that do y'all do y'all recall what ended Monday Night Raw <laughs> because y'all just talked about it, right?
2: <laughs> Why couldn't they use that
1: same energy for Evolution? The, you know the historic event. The women closed the show and it was a big damn deal, and we're still going to be talking about it for months, like you said. Right. That moment of Becky's face is forever going to be used in, in, in video packages video. Yep. for anything she's involved in. And I I mean, that's how you do it. That's how you create the buzz. That's how you're going to put butts in seats outside of just their names for um, this coming Sunday for Survivor Series. Now, we, we talked about it and everybody else has been talking about it. Everyone has a comment about it. And we've all seen the replays. We've all seen Tweets yep. and all that going around with it. So, and and it, we just mentioned Raw. So, th- at the end of conclusion of Raw, um, the SmackDown women's roster came and invaded, um, uh, the the Raw's women's uh, locker rooms and um, their time So we did get to see you know the traditional build before Survivor Series, except this time it was the women, and it just had something very controversial that happened in mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, I've been talking. Well, well, you can you can take this.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, of course, now that night we didn't know what happened. There was all that chaos going on. You had the the blue side versus the red side, and all the women out there brawling all over the ring. At some point in the melee, Becky came up bloody, but yep. we didn't see what happened Monday night. So Tuesday afternoon, images start to come out from from fans in the building who had their cell phones going that. Becky went over into the corner against Nia Jax and Nia, like at first there was thoughts that maybe it was like, you know, an an errant elbow or something, or she came up behind her and it was like something like that. But the camera footage quickly showed that no, it wasn't the elbow. It was a punch and it was straight on like face to face. It wasn't like, you know, you came up on me at the wrong time or something. You were behind me. I didn't see. It was straight up face to face head on that Nia punched her. And at that point, she came up bloody. And then once SmackDown aired, WWE, of course, had cameras all over the place. They had the same footage. And WWE isolated a very clear shot of exactly what happened. And Naya punched Becky in the face. There's no other way to, to put it, it was a legit punch. So I obviously, thought, you know, things happen. Mm -hmm. things happen you're in there it's a chaotic situation there's people all over the ring it's a brawl you know it wasn't like it was a straight up match and i'm guessing you know my assumption would be just distances got you know messed up and and she caught her she caught her right Mm -hmm. on the nose
1: Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and
3: that's what that's that's where the blood came from so it happened they went on with the rest of the segment they finished the show becky got her a great visual and Obviously, I'm um, you know that that was not planned. That was not you know they're not gonna have someone punch someone in the face legit. You know that's just not the way things are gonna be done. And they're not doing blading anymore. So it's right. like, but it created a heck of a moment for Becky Lynch that, like we were saying, is now gonna define her career. And on top of that, at this rate, now that we know that she got a broken nose, she uh, was concussed from it and having have had to be taken out of the match for Survivor Series. The whole deck has been reshuffled now, and Survivor Series has now been changed to Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte, which had been penciled in rumor-wise for WrestleMania. So as I mentioned this morning on Twitter, I was like, there's a very real possibility that this whole thing happened, and Nia punched her in the face, and she punched Becky Lynch right into a WrestleMania main event against Ronda (laughs) Rousey that they sure weren't planning for. I like to punch her
2: ticket. Punched her ticket right in there.
3: There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, but the the big question is that, you know, blew up that whole day and still blowing up now days later is the whole situation with Nia Jax and this punch and people have just been crazy on this one. I mean, uh-huh. people are attacking Nia. They are raking her over the coals. There's people calling for her head. There's people that want her to be fired. There's like, I mean, every possible reaction you can think of has been thrown her way. I can't imagine what her week's been like since Absolutely. that whole thing dropped.
2: Absolutely. And, I, and what I did was I even saw, I don't know if it was on uh, a dirt sheet or it was a YouTube video that I saw, but it actually spotlighted four events within like the past year, I think, that Naya was careless. And almost hurt people. Like one time Charlotte did, I think a moonsault and she didn't catch her like she was supposed to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think she botched a a leg drop or something something like that. She did like four different moves where this shows that she's had this repeated behavior. And I was thinking to myself when I first saw the punch, I was like, okay, things may happen. You kind of alluded to this, Will. Things may happen. And okay, it could be an accident, but this accident could have blown up. But at the same time, wait a minute. If this is repeated behavior that I didn't even realize that she could be hurting people, that could be very careless for, uh, for Naya, because there's been a lot of wrestlers in the past that's lost jobs, literally jobs, because of stuff like this. For example, my favorite wrestler, Mr. Kennedy, coming back from an injury, <laughs> get a backdrop for Randy Orton, and basically that was the end of his career in WWE. Right. And, and, I mean, yep. and, and it happens. But, but when we think about this, and I'm just thinking about this from a performer standpoint, when you do brawls like this, it's really anything can happen, but you try not to happen because you want to make sure that you don't know if you're on camera at that time. If you got like 10 women in the ring, you got to make sure you're doing something to keep yourself maintained, but doing it in a safe action. Well, don't be too safe like Lana. Well, that's true. I don't know if you've seen I those
1: see, videos.
2: I saw that. But then also, too, think about what Daniel Bryan did back when the Nexus aged. Like, they had to do some gimmick, and then he actually spit on uh, uh, the old guy. I forgot his name but you know that was even drew some heat on it but once again it's like those type of actions you want to put in there because you want to still act like the 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 concept of what you're doing right there is real it means something it. but you know you got to be careful but go ahead to james no
1: we get it look everything you're addressing is just makes it an accident that's what it, that's what basically defines what right. accident is. what i don't like is the fact that we know that she's not she doesn't have a repetition of being dirty because people have repetition of being dirty People speak out about it a.k.a. Yep. Or, 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 or for example, Vontez Burfitt for oh, yep. the Cincinnati Bengals. Everyone yep. knows, uh, Dama Su, another player. Like people that do dirty things, people speak out about yeah. it. It's it, because she's the Rock's nephew means nothing because the way how Twitter work is, you log in and you click the box and you type 140 characters or whatever you want to say. And if someone personally felt that someone was dirty, and had a bad reputation, you don't have to add a person to speak how you feel, but people will speculate about it. And trust me, anything that anyone of any significance say, people are gonna speculate about it, period. And you see how quickly these videos got out about uh, Nia Jack that everyone has something to say. you think that if someone else had put out a subtweet about something that it would have found out, hell, we <laughs> people got eyes on Matt Hardy's ex-girlfriend. So, <laughs> you know, any, anybody that says anything, somebody's gonna say something about it. So. The fact of the matter is, and, and it's funny, you bring up Chris Hero. I think Chris Hero throws some of the, the meanest elbows in the game. Clearly, he's one of the hardest-hitting wrestlers, just p- flat-out period. And, right. um, and what I what I can say is that if, and, and what and especially what Will said earlier, I think it was an inverted elbow that went wrong, and she fully extended it, and it became a punch. Of, <laughs> of course, I don't have the proper credentials to identify that, but let's just be honest now. If it was a dirty blow, they wouldn't embrace it in the way that they're hey, doing good it. Point. Good and point. And if someone broke your face, you don't owe that person anything to cover up for them because that injury may have cost you one of your biggest matches, period. Nothing is promised, point blank. That's now, true. That's true. And, and, and that, that punch is a broken face, which you can heal from, but a broken over-two bone around your eye, if that hadn't been the case, that could be career-ending, yeah, so, yeah, you know, considering the implications of what's happening and the fact that they're embracing that storyline, they're trading blows on Twitter, it's an honest mistake. And everyone mm-hmm. seems to think that Nia Jax is one of the nicest per- people anytime. I mean, I mean, still, we don't know how true Total Divas is, but anybody that's on the show seems to always claim how much they love her and so on. And, you know, she has her own story and battles that she, she, she had to deal with and people have firmly backed her. But if there was a problem against her, somebody would say something because no one owes the rock anything nope, <laughs> <You know? laughs> the rock isn't miss mcmahon so they're not the rock is not going to keep them from getting the check so if there was legitimately a problem from anybody that she's done in the past as everyone says she has a reputation of being dirty they need to call for her job they need to send her back down all these uncertified comments that people are making is absolutely silly to me yep. it's a mistake <laughs>
3: there is a there is a world of difference between being sloppy and taking liberties with someone. right if she was taking liberties and getting real shots in or something we would th- th- this thing would be done. She'd be out the door. Yep. This ain't that. There's a difference between you know messing up a move or being in the wrong position even if it's happening multiple times. heck it hap- it happens to the best of them. Let- let's look back at set. if Nye if- is in trouble, then Seth Rollins is in trouble. Seth buckle bomb mm-hmm. Sting. Sting's career was done. That's Threw true. Finn Balor into the darn the darn barricade at the first universal title match. Tore his arm up and he had to lose the title. Broke John Cena's nose. <laughs> I mean, come on. If yep. Nia's in trouble, then Seth Rollins is in trouble. Yeah. Stuff happens. Stuff yeah. happens. It's not it's not a matter of like, you know, if you're going out there and actually trying to hurt someone, that's completely different. And that's what mm-hmm. not what anyone is doing here. Mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely
1: yeah so i uh, to, to 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 definitely put um put a exclamation point on my my point i'm trying to make a lot of fans are making a lot of assessments that are just really uncalled for it's just it's it's, it's and again it's to have your opinion is one thing but people are in her mentions with you know vicious attacks on her about her being this and Staying that and just you know, I'm basically trying to identify things that has nothing to even do with this situation in the, in the first place, right? Um, and 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 you know the fact that Becky Lynch is okay with it, WWE is okay with it um no no one else should have a problem with it <laughs> i just don't understand yeah. people are just like oh she you know they 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 need they're calling for a job it's, it's completely blasphemy to me so funny yep. too i saw somebody saying like this is exactly why she shouldn't have won the royal rumble uh the battle royal at uh crown jewel i said what <laughs> i said, not <laughs> have to do with anything like that didn't even make any sense like people oh boy Oh man, and, and then my other point is too uh, we have not seen any talent come out and make an assessment that identifies this situation as being dirty or foul play. People have all came out uh with saying stuff is saying like this is an accident or accidents happen or this is the line of work that we're in, so we know 10 that accidents can happen, and you know, even being a fan of of uh of wrestling, we we, we can all understand that. Within the execution of a move or any situation, it takes two people. So, you know, who knows from an untrained eye what Becky probably did wrong or what you know someone else, point you know, could have did wrong. We just don't know. We we just we can't make an educated assessment about something because we don't take bumps, we don't train day in and day out, and we see the people that do train day in and day out doing it. And still make accidents, so how the hell are us on the couch or, or behind our Twitter keyboard? Because huh. stuff is like, Oh, well, you know, she you, you need to sit her back down, she's so slow. blah 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 blah. blah. Like, you know, point blank, it's, it's silly. Um, any any uh, my, my my next point about that, do any of y'all have anything else to add to that? No, not what? for me. Okay.
3: Yeah, I know no, we we we've covered it, and now they're they're running with it. Nia put up that tweet with her with her hand showing her, her busted knuckle, and I think they obviously know that they they can do stuff with her and Becky in the meantime while they have Becky and Ronda on the back burner if they're trying yep. to stretch that out to WrestleMania. So it's it's another situation they can get some mileage out of that you know will have some realism behind it. Absolutely. So right, on. WWE's go, WWE's going to milk this for everything they can. They know what they're
1: doing. Hey, can I tell you something? Now, I won't. This is not planned. This was obviously not planned, and obviously, creative couldn't have been that brilliant to you know (laughs) even execute something like this. Period. But do you know what this really mimics? And I wanted to bring this up. um, I've been wanting to bring this up since I seen this happen. But do you know what this literally mimics? And when this happened with a particular person, it their career took off. Any guesses? What I'm talking about?
2: Hold on, let me let me think.
1: And this that, is recent, too. A similar incident in this person's career t- took off. You may not even know who his name was beforehand, but surely you did know afterwards.
3: Oh, uh, we talk, we talking about that Said that we talking about Sammy Callahan. We are
1: talking about Sammy Callahan. <laughs> yes, indeed. It so, is
3: very similar situation.
1: And, and and if anybody is not familiar with that, um, Sammy Callahan had, was facing um, was it Eli Eddie Drake? Edwards? No, no, it was um, Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards, yes. In 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 a in a situation where he was attacking him with the bat, he missed and um, hit him in his eye, which was you know of uh, uh, it, it broke a part of his skull or whatever it was. Well, actually, what was it? Because the scene like he was trying he was was much faster than what what they were saying the diagnosis was
3: yeah he but, he cr- i think he cracked his orbital bone i think
1: if i remember right
3: i mean that was a while ago but yeah i mean they he's back now and they did a uh-huh. whole feud over it but yeah he was right, right. trying to he was trying to hit a chair with a baseball bat, and he missed and clocked right. him in the face.
1: That's, that's, that's what right. happened. He missed yeah. the target. Exactly.
3: So same <laughs> type of deal, you know I mean?
1: And God, did he get ridiculed for being dirty and this and that? And, man, did, they, did he miss no bookings because Impact said, oh, we want every part of this. We will take every part of this storyline, and we're going to blow it up, create a ratings for him, create a, a star within him. Yeah, Um, him just being all over, um, even you know, from him doing you know, already doing indie shows, but actually doing more, getting more bookings and becoming an attraction because everyone wanted to see this guy that did that. And, um, I think that's why, um, you know, you add that plus with you know, somebody with credentials such as Jim Ross saying that he believes that you know, this whole injury with Becky Lynch can make her a bigger draw as well. I mean how could that be a lie i i this is this is going to work great for anyone who's involved considering what it is you know and i think WWE looked at it and maybe they already knew it beforehand they was like oh no we're not going to put this on hush we we need to take this and keep going and right. and, and and the other thing is we don't know how long becky's going to be on the bench from this but in the meantime she's not letting off steam on, on twitter with this as well so um but, yeah, anything else with Becky Lynch because we got another part of the show. I, I, th- I
3: think we covered the Becky situation, and now it's just a matter. Of we got to go to Survivor Series and see what happens with uh, Ronda there and how they follow this up. But the other big story of the week, man, that would have to be from the SmackDown side also, and it has a yeah. big Smackdown Survivor Series.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, one yeah. other thing I meant to say, too. Do y'all, think it, do, do y'all think that potentially Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, which have been rumored, could headline WrestleMania?
2: I think it needs to. You have no other bigger draw right now, regardless if you bring back a veteran or somebody that's not wrestling anymore. That doesn't part-time, it doesn't matter. I think this is your biggest draw right now based on this image yeah. that happened this week going forward.
3: Yeah, Right Right now, today, it's absolutely the biggest match they got. My only concern is that we are five months out and a mm. lot can change in five months. And it's going to be a matter of how they, may, how they maintain that momentum. But I can't think of anything else right now that can compete with it to be the biggest match. And with Ronda Rousey involved, I, th- I think they'll, they'll to- the, the rumors are true and they'll totally go for it unless they come up with something different. But right now I can't imagine what it would be. So, Fantasy
2: booking, yeah. let me just throw this out. Fantasy booking real quick. If it had a moment where, let's say if a Becky says, you know what, I'm healthy, I'm healed. I don't want to arrest on SmackDown no more. I'm just vacating the title because I want to win the Royal Rumble and go after Ronda. And you know, she can't go in the Royal Rumble if she's already a title holder. That would be right. something that's a great moment where, oh man, we're all going to see if Becky's going to come in to win so she can face Ronda Rousey. So something like that can be built up for it too
3: oh yeah yeah no there's tons there's tons of ways they can get there it's just a matter of maintaining the momentum yeah, all the way to all yeah. the way to april that's absolutely. that's my only concern is they got a lot of ground to cover between now and then yeah so it's a matter, keep, matter of, a year, of keeping I it fresh we it. yes
2: yes
1: okay yeah go but get into it will go ahead let's talk about smackdown what's been happening
3: <laughs> okay so geez <laughs> if all that excitement wasn't enough the next night comes and Blue brand, they decided to shake things up big time coming off of that. So like we said, they opened the show with the news about Becky and how the match was going to be off with her and Ronda, and they put Charlotte into the position. Mm -hmm. And I guess they just felt they needed to shake things up even more because the champion versus champion match – That was going to be between Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles. They decided suddenly that, no, AJ's going to have one more title defense before Survivor Series. And even though he's already beat Daniel Bryan, he's going to face him again. So the main event of SmackDown was AJ and Daniel Bryan. And wouldn't you know it, they reshuffled the deck and Daniel Bryan won the WWE title on SmackDown this week from AJ Styles. So now the match is suddenly Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. But in even bigger news, soon as he won the title, he also turned heel and stomped AJ Styles into the mat. So that's the big swerve that no one really saw coming. Not even that he's just champ, but that he's also now super pissed off and he's gone bad. And even to add to that,
2: well, he had a low blow right before the end of the match when the referee was semi down. That How could I forget? Like 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 did he just really do that? Then the act antics after the match confirmed the full heel turn that he really meant to do that and become the champion. But let me add by, or start by saying this. I don't mind him being a heel at all and honestly I might go out on the limb with this and I might be by myself with this. I think what made Daniel Bryan a star originally was not the Yes movement. I think what made Whoa. Daniel Bryan a star was when he won the Money in the Bank and became a world champion the first time. And the reason why he became a big star that way, because you remember at that time, he was a heel then when he won that title. When he was a heel then, that's when he did his no movement and had so many good Mm -hmm. promos about not wanting to do anything that the fans wanted, which had the no reaction. But then when he changed that flip to a face, It then became the yes chance and all that, but it was the no reaction first that set up what he was for the yes movement. So I think Daniel Bryan needs this character change because this is something we've been hoping for somebody like a John Cena for so long. Mm. Let these characters do not be stale as faces because even when Daniel Bryan returned, some of his matches were very stale. Yes, they had the yes movements, But him being the face was kind of very stale. Like, what are you going to do with him? Now you're going to build his character like you did when he won the money in the bank, which could project into a big thing for him again.
3: Marcellus, you are nailing it right on the head. I thank you for clarifying about the shot below the belt because I forgot about that important detail before he won the title. AJ Styles, he had a hard time with the shots below the belt this year between Nakamura and now this. AJ should have worn a cup. You think he would have learned that <laughs> lesson from being with Nakamura earlier this year, right? So right. that just it. didn't work out for him. But I totally agree. There was a lot of people I saw this week that were throwing a fit about why they turned him heel, why they do. I can't believe he came back from all this adversity and he he won the belt and they turned him heel. But I'm all for it. This mm-hmm. is the most interesting Daniel Bryan has been since he came back. Because honestly, this year since he's returned. He's, he's been just treading water. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's he's just been there. I he wanna... hasn't done anything compelling in my mind. And I think part of that, to be fair, had to do with you know they were waiting for him to sign a contract. So I... th- that pretty much took all the way to the fall. But now that they got the contract locked in, I think he desperately needed this new coat of paint to freshen him up. And I think AJ needed it too because AJ's been champ forever. So taking the belt off AJ, it freshens AJ up. Having Daniel turn heel, freshens him up. I think it's a win all around. I like it.
1: I have to say that, uh, (laughs) obviously, from everything we've been talking about for the last 50 minutes here, uh, everyone's always just upset about something. Like, you just can't can't make them happy, man. Like, it's so crazy, but... There, I, I agree with everything you guys have said. I think um, this is a win all around because we are going to get a new, fresh feel and and um, feel and revamp from the two for the two of them. I will say that Daniel Bryan being back, um, very, very, it's very similar to Jeff Hardy's return. And what I mean by that is that we knew Jeff Hardy had a lot of things he needed to accomplish before he retires. So one. For him to be a grand slam champ that automatically gave him the u.s championship as soon as he switched brands i think that brian is going on another tour similar to this where he's either first of all he's rekindling um all the things like you know that was part of his career as we've seen team hill no reunite um and then we're seeing him uh, one by one accomplish dream matches he did the Miz match already that everyone wanted back um he's He's done a match with his wife that he hasn't done. Um, but one by one, we're just seeing him accomplish things um, that I feel generally that that's what he wanted. And he's, even, and he's even said in interviews where he wanted to do this. He said in interviews where he wanted to go heel eventually. He said in interviews where he said he wanted to face Brock eventually. He said in interviews where he wanted to face AJ Styles. So I think they're just slowly picking off his... Uh, his uh, requests one by one. And I think that had a lot to do with him resigning. Uh, but it sounds
2: like a Cody checklist.
1: Basically. Right. And <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's fair. I mean, because you know, if he wasn't going to do in WWE, he was going to go the Indies and he was going to do a Cody's checklist. He was going to say, I'm going to face all these people before he eventually retires. You know, um, he's back. He has a, he, he has a family now, a married man. And eventually, you know, he's, he's going to have to hang it up considering his injuries. But let's, yep. let's, let's, let's point out the injury thing. They have no reserves on his injury. He clearly must be doing very good. Where everyone was so reserved in the beginning of him, they don't want him to face that. They don't want him to face this and that. Um, he's kind of reworked his moves a little bit, but it's still eventually working. And I do agree with Will. Now that the contract's locked in, I think now they're they're they're, they're going to use him in the way they want to use, but in the way he also wants to be used. I think they they're going to be happy here, as we've seen the heel turn is something that he wanted, and I think it's I think it's going to work good in his favor. Um, him winning the championship, obviously, it's something that you can tell he won it, and I think it's going to work for him as well. Um, just, to
2: add, just to add to your comment as a side note, since he's going to be facing Brock on Sunday, and how you saying they give him that free reigns like, to let him full 100% go, I still want to see how they book this match because <laughs> I still don't know if Daniel can take so many German suplexes like that. <laughs> I want to see how they book this match. I don't expect this match to go long. I wouldn't even be surprised if this match ends on a DQ or something very short because he's going to continue that heel gimmick to get himself out the match saying, you know, yeah, I faced Brock Lesnar, but that's not what I care about right um, now. Something they can do this tweak Let's not forget bit. AJ
1: doesn't have a match come Sunday. Um, can show? I say something? Um, there's no reason to worry about Daniel Bryan's health. This match and, and so on, because the Singh brothers were test dummies this week.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> yes, they, yes they and, were.
1: And one of them coming off of an injury, if there was any better person for them to test it on, it was the Singh brothers. Sing. So, good point. I think I think they will
2: be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Cause those boys got dropped on their heads literally. Oh
1: man, oh man. I'm telling you, it don't it don't get it don't get <laughs> no I mean those dudes take bumps like no
2: other man. Oh, two chains, quick question. <laughs> what about this? Go back and forth. So do you think which is worse? The German suplex that Brock did oh, or Randy. the back drops Randy or yeah.
1: Randy Orton all the way.
2: Okay, gotcha.
1: <laughs> well 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 what's going on my man chris just fi- fi- finally decides to come get on the show i can't hear you you're muted out now i did mute it um I'll, anyway well you got something to say uh jump on in let me while i get him together
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, as far as the Daniel Bryan situation goes, yeah, I think that really I think that really encapsulates it is like he probably has like a very clear idea of what he wants to do. You you totally nailed that. He's wanted a match with Brock Lesnar for years. So this is totally a dream match for him. The heel turn is rumored to be something that he's really wanted. And like I said, he's been a face for so long. I think this is just exactly what he needs to freshen him up big time and i I saw a lot of people say like well i don't know how they can turn him heel after all he's been through (laughs) and i and i don't know if this is what they'll do but the very first thing that occurred to me is all daniel Bryan has to do is just be like look i tried to do everything the right way they told me i couldn't wrestle they told me i couldn't do this i had to fight through all this stuff to come back and now that i'm here i'm not waiting around i'm doing things my way now you know, I already jumped through everyone's hoops, you know, just play up a little resentment from all the crap he had to go through. And I think, I think there's definitely stuff there that, that he could tap into, you know, that frustration of all the years he had to sit out that yeah. could easily fuel this and make it seem very legit and very real. Yeah. Okay. That's all I to, say about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree because, um, yeah, like you said, him and both AJ are both still on mic right now. And considering that they need a new angle to approach, as far as their mic work especially if they're going to be still stars of that brand and considering everything else that's going on in that brand underneath them um you're going to need your top talent to step it up and i think that this is definitely um and i was, was i'll steal your your word a definitely new fresh coat of paint <laughs> oh, um yes. that helped them out hey chris from the three black geeks has All joined right. us finally
0: <laughs> yeah sorry 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 about that uh i was taking care of some uh Podcast business and such, I, but you know, it's all hey, good.
1: Hey, the floor is yours, man. Dan, we're, we're, we're on Daniel Bryan right um, now. Um,
0: all all I gotta say is I expect uh, multiple nut shots to Brock from <laughs> Daniel Bryan, and and I will be very happy if he does that. Cause I'll be honest with you, it's like you know, logical thinking is, oh, Brock is gonna throw Daniel around. I'm like, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I expect either a Braun to pop up in there.
1: Oh, forgot about that. Yep.
0: Yeah. Or B A J fucks it up for Daniel. Or Daniel nutshots Brock, kinda like undertaking low blow Brock, and he pulls off some sort of miracle or he gets himself disqualified or something. That's the only thing I can figure. But I mean, we we all knew Hill Daniel was coming. I mean, everybody likes the point when we had the whole no 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 Daniel and that was heel. I'm like, I wouldn't even call that hill. It just felt like it was just it was a thing but he still had the crowd over but yeah i kind of like this heel daniel bryan this this we don't know what he's capable of brian and stuff i know it threw a lot of people off on twitter because i was like i thought he wasn't going to win to be honest with you Mm. so i was like oh so i guess vince didn't want to do aj and brock too then all right cool
1: yeah, there's still money to be made in that match, so who knows? I mean, especially around this time, I mean, you got you come January, you have one of the big four, and then you know, right in April was obviously the biggest of all. And now, not not to even mentioned there's actually a big six because you know, Saudi Arabia with their contract getting two each year, you got to consider those big pay per views the way how they're booking them all of a sudden. That, um, you know, you you. You, who wouldn't do like a Brock AJ match, one of those where you know, obviously that brings you know, the best of talent over there to them? Um, yeah, and you don't swapping. have to put too much of a storyline implication to it yet. You did get the match to happen. Um, yeah. but I, I don't know which one y'all made the point, but yeah, I do agree. The, the frustrated, um, Daniel Bryan storyline, I think it's going to build, um, I think it's going to build, uh, it's 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 going to build. A lot for him, and and a lot of energy back towards in, into his corner. Considering that it did feel like he was just floating around, that he was back, especially especially like uh um you know after he didn't go to Crown Jewel and people all of a sudden said that Vince <laughs> gave up faith in him, and this is WWE's <laughs> way and Vince's way. Actually, where well, I'm not going to steal your point.
0: <laughs> Actually, you know what? I find it funny that <laughs> somebody put the meme up of. Fucking um Meltzer saying WWE has no foreseeable plans for Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Later, Daniel Bryan wins the championship, and there's a dude saying, Why'd you make a fool of me? It's like, well, <laughs> I mean, it's but it's funny it's funny because it's like again, we don't know what WWE is gonna do. So it's like, yeah, I think WWE maybe they didn't have a plan, and it was like, fuck it, give them the belt. Yeah. Shit, Stop. might as well. I mean, whether it had—I mean, supposedly the title change was going to happen
3: before the Becky thing went down, before her getting yeah. hurt. But yeah. the heel turn—supposedly the word is the heel turn—was the added cherry on top to freshen things up after after the stuff with Becky changed. Now, here's a wild card in here that that isn't really being talked about yet, and I've only seen uh, who I'm about to mention mention it one time so far. But the wild card in this whole situation for me that I'm really curious to see is our man, The Miz. How does this play into The Miz and Daniel Bryan story? Because as far as I'm concerned, now that uh, WWE's foremost family man has turned bad, there's a whole other family man who could slide in and take that roll over. I, I with will his never
0: take little, face. With, never
3: his take little face. Young ba- with his little young baby and everything and his wife and his reality show. And all he's got to say at this point is, I told you so. I told you that Daniel Bryan was no good.
1: <laughs> hey, but you know what though? That's exactly the same booking as Gargano and, and Champa right now. Yep. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's, it, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the SmackDown creative team is uh taking a look down and saying, Hey, there's a lot working down there that we we can take. Here's the other question who who now you got, I mean a, I don't. I don't think this classifies a, as a heel turn for AJ, but you you are going to have your top person kind of chasing the belt, so that yeah. kind of gets him occupied at the at the time. Who's your next big baby face? Really, that's going to occupy this big void that Daniel Bryant was similarly holding for a while. Now that you have Hill, Daniel Hill, Nakamura, the, the Miz, Hill, <laughs> <laughs> Samoa Joe, Hill,
0: so. Who, who? Well, I mean, it's like me and D were talking about this because I was like, when, like, when you know, a lot of the NXT call ups, you know, like Sasha and all of them were coming up. I was looking at D and I was like, D, you know, it's funny. Majority of the chicks on the D on the you know the women's wrestling majority are heels, and like Bailey's the only legit face. Yeah, <laughs> and all the women, it is like. Yeah, this seems a little bit of an imbalance because all the women are just heels in their own right, and Billy's the only one that's like legit, like face. I've mm-hmm. never seen Billy even go evil one time, so it's like <laughs> now it's like I'm looking at like you said SmackDown. It's like there's a lot of bunch of heels. Where's where's the faces at? Yeah. <laughs> other than I, new, other than New Day, and maybe the Usos. Maybe. I'll be honest with that
3: one. <laughs> There's always that fear that God they could flip Randy Orton at any darn time, like they like to do. Which <laughs> Randy which Orton
0: is not believable as a face. He always looks like he's healed twenty four seven. They yeah. like
3: to fl- they like to flip him though and make him more of a pretty boy every <laughs> once in a while and play that up and God. I mean, I guess you could do him and Daniel Bryan. Samoa Joe would be kind of interesting to flip. He-, he could easily play both sides now if they just. I mm-hmm. mean, there's definitely a need though. For some baby faces, they they are, are going to need another baby face.
0: Mm. You can I, gotta, elevate,
3: I guess you could elevate more. Jeff Hardy. He's another one. You have Damn. Jeff and Ray Ray there now. You could you could bump True. them the card and do something with either of them. Yeah.
0: Did y'all uh, y'all already talk about Nia and all
1: that stuff? Look, man, you we we got it. You you we, we went over, it, but you you're, you're on. So let's. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. Okay. So here's my thing. I initially when I saw it, I thought it was like a work. Like I thought, like oh. Maybe that was what they were aiming for, and, you know, that, that's what they're going for. And then when they said like she was taking out, I was like, no, don't take her out. And then I was like, oh, they take her out. They're going to really – I don't know what they did. And then, you know, clearly we got Charlotte doing it, so it, that kind of ups the, uh, the match that we thought we were going to see at WrestleMania. But um, I kind of didn't jump sure. on the bandwagon on getting on Nia and stuff, even though it's easy to do that to Nia because, you know, it's Nia Jax. Um, I don't have hate for Nia like that. You know, I I see people's concern about her, but I never – I didn't trip off of it on, like, she's the Ross cousin. She's going to get fired. She got heat. And then, like, when I read up on the story and the fact that it was all bullshit and nobody was tripping off the fact that she did that, it was like, oh, I guess it was a non-issue then.
1: Yeah, I mean it's only an issue for uh, people who are live from behind their keyboards, <laughs>
0: apparently. Because <laughs> apparently nobody backstage. It was just like, well, shit happens. The fuck can you do? And the funny part was like, I saw Lance Storm go off on somebody. Like somebody was like, man, if it was two dudes doing it, nobody would care. And Lance was like, hey, dog. So you remember when uh, Bret Hart was bitching? At fucking Seth Rollins, quote unquote, hurting people. I, I, I did, did you forget about that? You know, yeah. did you forget about like when Brock, damn near almost fucking killed the Singh brothers with them suplexes? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, these things happen. You know. Yeah. So it, it's it, you know I think it's just because we're shocked that it happens to the women, and you know people put so much protective on the women. I'm like, no, it fucking happens. Like I will, I will say this. Not that I agree with that
1: point because I don't think it was a sexist thing, but I will say that the fact that people who were, um, again there's nobody to even mention, but the people that were making comments so Nia Jax were making inappropriate comments towards her as if anything else about her, um, about her makes a difference in what happens in that ring. So people were, you know,
0: because I had to tag myself out of a conversation. Like I hate it. And I hate same. it. That's that's why I don't. This same. is why. I, Yeah, this is why I don't do it on Twitter. Yeah. I follow a lot of wrestlers. I will never tag them. On a fucking tweet, if I'm talking about them in some way, whether it's positive yeah. or negative, right? Like, yeah. I will never sit there and say, "Man, that was bullshit." How Brock, at Brock Lesnar, fuck it. It's like, come on, like, what am I? Gonna, that dude's just gonna block my ass and keep it moving. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, I don't need that. I don't need that. You know, so it's like, nah, I'm good. I'm. I just don't know why people feel the need to tag the wrestlers in their fucking rants. It's like, why are you doing that? Like, come on.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Because in <laughs> day, people want to people want recognition for their. Indecency and things they said,
0: dude. dude uh, tag nine Jackson, that comment. I was like, I'm out. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. You're not going to get me caught up in this shit. Nope. No, nope. seriously, though. I don't know if I said it earlier, but
1: seriously, I, I, somebody in the group was basically saying that they don't like Becky Lynch because she's going too far on her tweets. And I'm That's just the like, point.
0: like, What?
1: Like, like, OK, like, like, if you know, if you're feeling a little upset, please, by all means, you don't have to watch SmackDown. You can quickly unfollow her if this is a little too sensitive for you right now. Like, <laughs> it's
0: like You know, it's like people that sit there and say, oh, my God, the ratings. I'm not watching wrestling ever. I'm like, dog, ratings have been shit since, like, the social media era and YouTube became a thing. So what are we talking about here? Hey, Will. By the way,
1: how many people yeah. have actually canceled the network since uh, you've been keeping track?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so somehow that number stays pretty steady, and it just keeps creeping up, very little by little. But yeah, it ain't. I mean, ain't no one, ain't no one blinking no eye over no network number when there's when you have two, million, two billion. Two billion. With a B, two billion dollars in TV deals, I mean, ain't no one sweating that network I mean, number.
0: I mean, let's be real about this. Do you want to go back to the era of paying sixty dollars for a pay-per-view? Because I don't. Hell no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'll gladly Damn. give them my regard for, for better or worse. I will gladly pay my nine ninety nine because it pays for the pay-per-view, and I'm fine. If I want old schools, like well, I can always go back and watch the old WCW Nitros. Uh, I'm good. I can do that. You know, that, that that's the beauty of it and stuff. You can tell people it's like if you don't like current wrestling, there's the network and they have the old stuff. Oh it's right yeah. there. If you want and nostalgia, yeah. it's right there.
1: And right you already there. you already know.
0: <laughs> I mean people's like, I want attitude error. I'm like, you don't want attitude error back. You really don't. You only remember <laughs> you only remember the good stuff. You don't remember the bad stuff.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Hey, but you know, apparently those people that think Becky Lynch are going too far may actually want Braun panties matches again. So <laughs>
0: I don't want Braun <laughs> Panies.
1: I really don't. <laughs> That's what it sounds like they want. I, I'm 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 just confused. You know. I'm sorry.
0: What you what you look? I I think I'm one of like a handful of people that trudged through the, the the worst of times of WCW before they closed and stuff. And if if you were one of like us that just trudged through it and stuff live. Godspeed to us, because I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I was like, ah, oh, WCW. But like, the only reason why I watched WCW up until it closed was because Booker had the belt. I was like, thank you, Booker got the belt. Finally, a black man got the belt. Yes, you know, and yes, they were playing fucking hot potato with the belt, but I didn't care because Booker was the five time winner of the belt. I didn't care. It was <laughs> it was awesome. I didn't mind that. That again, folks. Look back, two thousand one, WCW. They that belt changed hands twenty plus times
1: also just because we're just like off the mark wcw i was a big fan of the cruiserweight division it was the best thing going period and um that's that's
0: just that dude that WCW. i don't know if if it was still open they literally had cruiserweight tag team belts yeah (laughs) because you forget the cruiserweight division was stacked
1: yeah yep but wcw
3: always had the better undercard
1: they oh, had the sure. stacked,
3: they had the stacked undercard, but then they had the old guys in the main events. Yeah. And then WWE was and then WWF was the exact flip side where they had like they had Stone Cold and like the real hot main eventers, but then their
0: undercard was garbage.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> <it> was like, <laughs> if you could have combined it the two shows, it would have been like the most amazing thing of all.
0: That's why <laughs> I always play the what ifs, like was when Eric said that he wanted to buy WCW. He said if it happened, I was like, I have to imagine how it, it's it's kind of hard to imagine what every what the climate of wcw would have been if they actually kept going yeah un, under that and stuff you know so we're just it's just what if and at that point but but anyways back to naya and stuff um i i honestly once once that story came out that she didn't get heat i was like so why are we trusting dirt sheets again like <laughs> Like why? Why don't we just do what we do? With it we, we read comics and we just hear it from the horse's mouth. So this is all the rest, all the all the women wrestlers were coming out saying what happened. I was like, oh, okay, so she didn't get any heat. All right, cool. Yeah, all no, right. seriously. Yeah. Like
1: again, I know the shoots have to do what they have to do. The tabloid magazines are right there before you check out at the register. And I yeah. get it; they got a purpose. Timzy, do what they have to do. My thing is, if you want to read it, that's fine. But people are quoting it. As, as if it's some type of law or yeah. a religious vow that you're making and they are dying with it. Literally when Brian Alvarez, this is the first time I've ever even <laughs> dropped this name on whatever it was, it's like the 200 or something show, first yeah. time I've ever dropped that guy's name on the show. Yeah. Um. The, the fact that he posted that video and people in the comments was like, see, that's the proof right there. See, she's dirty. She needs to lose her job. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, What? <laughs> Like, literally, and then when you click these people's profiles, you're like, oh, this these guys haven't even smelt a turnbuckle ever in their life. <laughs> and they out here talk about Mommy. this is the absolute truth that she's dirty and she doesn't killed five other people who um, apparently those five casualties still wrestle all of a sudden. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just freak accidents.
0: It's like the dudes. It's like I, I talked to one dude. Like, he didn't understand the hype with Daniel Bryan. Understandable. I, I I totally get it, right? But then he started saying that his wrestling style was like back in the days of backyard wrestling. I was like, whoa, 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 dude, chill, no, no, no,
2: it is what,
0: what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Like, no, dude, no, no. He is a very good wrestler, technical wrestling, all that stuff. And I was like, well, maybe time out for a second. What's the last time you've watched a product? And he was like, well, it's been years. I'm like, well, there you go. There you go. If you, love just, if you, if you just if you just happen to tune into SmackDown. And you saw that match, and your takeaway that it's like backyard wrestling. I'm like, whoa, whoa, dude, you need to watch some other matches like before we get to that point. Like, because I could, like I said, I can understand if you say you don't understand why people pop for them. Cool, I get that, right? But once you go beyond that, and you're just saying a lot of outlandish stuff, it's like, so when was the last time you watched WWF?
1: <laughs> you know. I usually, I don't hide the fact that I'm a wrestling fan, but when I, uh, when I run randomly run into those type of people in uh, real life. I'm just like, ah, oh, wrestling, I used to watch it back in the day. <laughs> because you already know they get ready to say something <laughs>
0: so wild like that. It that. ain't worth the trouble. It ain't <laughs> yeah. worth the trouble.
2: It's either
0: wild day. or it's reasonable. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to watch it back in the day. I went to WrestleMania 2. And it's like, all right, cool, you know. And then you get the other ones where it's like, man, it ain't like the good old days. Yeah, like, oh,
1: what, God, what, what, oh, like, God.
0: Oh, boy, what is it? And it's like, oh, yeah, you remember, you know, the brown panties? I was like,
1: oh. yeah. It'd be funny, too, when people be like, yeah, I used to grow up watching people like Triple H and The Undertaker and Sh- Oh, they still wrestle. Oh, it's still not the same. I'm so, okay. <laughs>
0: And uh, well, at that point see at that point now i feel old when i hear that i was like oh triple D, ooh, <laughs> jesus christ dude <laughs> what
1: by, <is> <laughs> by the way too i just want to make a point that we made earlier about what may close out wrestlemania the fact that the undertaker is still looming around and triple h is still looming around there's a good chance that uh Shawn michael's and the undertaker
0: um if, i don't uh, want it i don't want it no, no, no we don't need it no we don't, don't need
3: don't, it. Don't mean, it well triple will Triple h with his torn pec he should be out of the picture don't get it oh. twisted
1: Do not we, get which it tw-
3: messes up that whole match with batista which oh right right right
1: right right right
3: possibly right, right, could have right, right. filled a main event role but unless he does some kind of Bionic come back and gets like somehow back from a pec tear that. I quick. mean, don't get. It twisted. I doubt it's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> I mean, don't get it twisted. Undertaker and Kane at Crown Jewel look opposite because you remember when Kane came back and he looked like he was in great shape and stuff. Like he had a <laughs> little bit of a like a four pack and shit. And I was like, oh okay, you know, like when he was with the Authority and he had his shirt off, I was like, oh shit, he you know he dropped some weight. And then Undertaker was looking a little pudgy and stuff. Crown Jewel it was like opposite. I was like, oh Undertaker looking a little slim. And then, yeah. it's like, and then Kane, you look like, oh, yeah, he's been on the campaign trail eating a lot. So,
1: yeah. I right. Eat up that victory. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know. You, can't, the can't mayor hit, of Knox County. at <laughs> Mayor Hagar over here and shit. It's like, hey, right, cool. That. Right, well, that's why I say Undertaker and Sean is like, yeah, but they're going to get gassed out like two minutes into the match. Like, what are we uh, doing here? No that one
3: need match. none of that. Yeah. Don't no one need none of that in 2019.
1: <laughs>
0: Who Leave knows? the Hardys
3: alone.
1: <laughs> the Saudis may be knocking on their door again because oh, you know the Hardys, Yeah. They, <laughs> I, th- I think
0: they, they're gonna be like they're gonna be like when the Young Bucks join WWE, Young Bucks, they're gonna get to that point, they're gonna get their WWE money and be like, all right, we're done. We're out. <laughs> we got it, we
1: got our big money to retire on. We're good. Dude, the way the way those checks are being cut. To the people that's been working those matches will work the extent of that entire contract. people <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like, you know, like when you're, in the, you know, like uh, when you're four hundred one k when you're eligible to, you know, re- to retire. To money just, in, or you can get your full retirement now. Everyone's gonna be like, well, you know, I could be done now, but uh, considering that Saudi Arabia deal. I think I'm gonna work this out the next
0: nine years. You know, i to make it happen. Take got that Saudi Arabia money. It was like, oh, maybe I got one more match in me. <laughs> maybe, you know, I know, you know, I know, you know, Roman Reigns retired me, but maybe.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like I win a loss. That the, the money is still green. That's, That's what made it
0: funny when he beat John Cena last year. <laughs> I was like, yo, that shit was fucking hilarious.
1: <laughs> Well anyway, uh we 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 covered the very, very big stuff of the week. Um, anything else that we're missing out, uh you guys? Um anything we
3: didn't cover? We anything all the big stuff going into Survivor series, that's for sure. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm 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 hyped to see who puts hands on who at this point, you know, because yeah. I, I, I'm loving I'm loving the Survivor Series card. I think I think it was a blessing in disguise what happened to Becky, because now, like I said, we get Charlotte and Rhonda and you know that's gonna fucking Blow the doors off of people now because it's like finally we get it earlier
1: than normal. Actually, let me just let me just interject real quick before I forget my point. And the fact of the matter is that Becky being so hot, considering that if this injury may may never have happened, we may not have got this match when you think about it.
0: Well, I thought they were angling towards that maybe happening at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, but Boo Becky being this hot, they may overlook that and say, We can't put the flame out on Becky. We have got to let this run she, she gonna win, she's gonna win the rumble. <laughs> <laughs> what about she's in the man's rumble? <laughs> <laughs>
0: she gonna, ain't going she, there. She she, <laughs> gonna, she 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 gonna win the rumble, and she gonna switch over to fucking raw, and she gonna she gonna win the rumble and be like, "Yo, I'm facing Ronda at WrestleMania for the belt."
1: Yep. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. So if that's the case, then there there was never gonna be a Charlotte and and Ronda match that a year ago. It could have.
0: It would have. I, I have to figure with Becky being hot they would have had to either, A, made it Becky versus Oscar, But, you no, know. I'm talking about WrestleMania. We only got a oh, few. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad, This, my is, bad. this is
1: when, the, you know, you got to put your biggest match on. The biggest match a year ago was obviously Charlotte and Ronda by name. And then oh, yeah. you thought by yeah. skill and build it would have been Oscar. Now you look at it, you're like, there's no way you do not execute <laughs> this with Ronda, I mean with Becky. And I think now that, you know, Becky would have stayed healthy or would have been healthy, we wouldn't have got a Charlotte switching brands. You're not going to get Ronda off Raw. Ronda will be on Raw forever. And I I don't think that you would have had Charlotte immediately go over there considering that you wanted her to be your counterpart. So I just, Mm -hmm. you know, considering all that, I don't think we would have got that match considering how hot Becky is. So now the fact that this injury is happening, you are – you're, you're making something happen that they had no clue that they want to have that yeah. they were really, yeah there was there was, was no happen. plan
3: for this there was yeah. no plan for this it was going to be Charlotte and Rhonda but the stars have aligned perfectly to give them reason to change it that they couldn't yeah. ignore and I would not be surprised if a lot of that is Rhonda pushing for it since Rhonda's got enough clout that she could totally be like look this is the match I want this is what I want to do so there's probably a lot of this that we gotta actually on um, the on the real, probably, like, thank Ronda for it. Because if she... I'm sure she probably went to bat for it.
0: Oh, you yeah. Know? Easily. Easily. She's
3: in a position... Because she's absolutely in a position where she can walk away if she wants to. You know, she's she is not the typical superstar there who needs this. You know, she's got money. She's, oh, yeah. She, she's <laughs> insane. So. This, is just,
0: this is just money on top of what she already has. Exactly. So it's like, you know. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure yeah. she probably is pushing for this. Like, nah, this, this is the match. This is the match I want. So yeah. I mean,
0: if anything though, like I said, this kind of makes it to where so it's either going to be Asuka or Charlotte for the SmackDown women's belt now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which yep. I, I'm not I'm not mad at it. It's like that's gonna be fun. You need it, you need it again. It was good for last year, and you had Charlotte
1: yeah. go over. This may be the jump that Oscar needs again. So I think I, I, again this is this is about as good as a as a book, and is when um Bray Wyatt and them had that um that locker room illness. What was it? Uh was it? I forgot what it was that they that they got sick off oh, of. Oh,
3: when when everyone got the mumps, yeah. And Roman Reigns went down and all that, yeah,
0: yeah. This yeah, is another one of going. those
1: blessings in the skies where injury or something changed the card so much that it actually just worked out in everyone's favor. So, um, I definitely will be uh, intrigued so, on what happens. So, I think this week is a good start for for uh, WrestleMania season.
0: So, um, I guess before you get off here, um. Do you see Bray kind of making a surprise resurrection, so to speak? Because I haven't seen that dude in a long time. Nothing for him right now. Keep him off TV. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Oh, we're know, saying nothing I like really nothing.
1: <laughs> see him in January. That's All right.
0: All right. Hey, look. Look, I saw some of the tweets that you put out because I follow him. And I'm like, what are you doing, Bray? What's going on here? is it like is this a work what's going on i was like all right all right break
1: him and luke harper at the rumble that that's it (laughs) don't don't know don't know what else for him right now but this is not the time if you i wouldn't even i mean you got to be honest with, with, with the steam that some people are getting and the focal points you don't want to just be another person, just as a bystander out there. You'll end up being oh, yeah. Gable and Bobby Roode, and you don't want that.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, I like Gable and Bobby Roode, but yeah, it was like Gable and Bobby Roode remind me of Zack Ryder, where they're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna try to make this work." I know we don't got heat. I know, I know we're not. I know we're not main eventing anymore and stuff, but we're still relevant. We're yep. still here, you know. Like, so I'm like, hey, I think Roode is gonna be back in the picture at some point, but I'm liking him and Gable and shit. So it works for right now and stuff. Me, you know.
1: We will see for sure. Um. So yeah, my last note before we sign off too is again, people, you you read you read the dirt sheets and stuff like that, um, and rumors and all that other good stuff. That's fine. I, by the way, I got a plug where I get all my rumors from at BodySlam.net. Um, <laughs> legit rumors that you can get the latest news and stuff like that. So you you do, you do that, but to but rumors are rumors. And they don't mean that they're law, and there's really no one all say all person that just knows everything's going to happen. So, you know, all that like rumor that this big man gave up with Daniel Bryan, if this week ain't ain't the icing on the cake for you to realize that those are just rumors <laughs> and nothing for you to take to the grave, I don't know what else is. And, 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 and like Jamal would say if he was here, hey man, don't be a dick because, like, I gotta, I <laughs> gotta chill. Y'all can't be. That can't be calling for people jobs, man. When well, y'all don't even y'all never even ran the ropes once, took a bump once ever, or do it day in and day out on a professional level, like just stop. Yeah,
0: I mean, but I mean that's the nature because even beyond wrestling, it's it's you know it's the na- That's why I kind of like. I take dirt sheets with a grain of salt. It's kind of like what kind like I say, comic books, you see it to Nigeria. I'm pretty sure, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like you have all these rumors of what's happening behind the scenes at WB and Marvel. And at the end of the day, we don't know jack shit. Mm-hmm. We know nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's you, you can only take with the grain of salt until you hear it from the horse's mouth, which that's that's why I always love Twitter. Because the wrestlers are always candid enough to really kind of spill, like, "Oh, dude, that's bullshit." <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, or, fair, that's my favorite part of Twitter. Got to be or, or, or you just look at Lance Storm and see what he has to say, and then you get engaged from there, and that's when it's just funny. Because, like I said, was, they, was Lance Storm commented about now? I was like, okay, so I already know all this bullshit now. So, thank you, Lance. Thank by, you. by the Appreciate way, where's where's Bret Hart been at? I mean, usually this is his. <laughs> this is his- <laughs> This is bread and butter right here. Bread stairs stairs at four and ten. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He when, probably caught so much heat last time. He's like, I'm sitting this one out. I don't need that headache.
0: Dude, he had the fucking Seth, Seth Rollins hive on his ass God. after that shit. It's like, yo. It's like, I love Brett, but it's like, yo, I, look this way. I get why Brett says what it's up. So that's why I love what Brett was just giving Seth Rollins so much shit. And you know he was being very serious about it too. Like, yes. you can't be hurting these guys, guys. And I was like, hey, Brent, you know, you know that it was an accident, right?
1: He stuck up for his man's <laughs> thing. That's all that was. Yeah,
0: you know, this is boy, you know. Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> Can't be bad As well, long as people knew that, but they didn't because, like you said, the Seth Hive came for him. So that that's all that was.
0: Me and D yeah. got our jokes off still still because once D put Steers in four and ten, I was like, all right, I'm good. We're yep. good. <laughs> all right, so um, any any closing notes to anybody? Let's,
1: let's wrap this up so I can make the last announcement for the show. No, I'm good.
3: I think we're good, man. Wrap it up, man. We're heading towards Survivor Series and TakeOver, so –
1: Right. Let's, put
3: a, let's put a pin in it
0: right.
1: um again you can uh you know where to follow everybody uh you can follow chris at three black geeks on twitter and at the website three you know you can get all your late so you got a big week next week man deal <laughs> with the snack society as we're uh, marching over to thanksgiving next thursday which yep. will mean our show will be next wednesday because we, we can't eat and. Podcast at the same time, That's just rude. It's not, <laughs> so, it's not, it's
0: not happening, and plus, you might want to go watch Creed two at the same time. You know, you gotta sure. you got you gotta, you gotta get that in.
1: True that, right? Or are you getting those long lines uh, for uh, Black Friday if that's your? Well, uh, just do it, it
0: online. Just do it online, like I'm doing. Just,
1: just <laughs> be, be smart. Be smart, people. You don't need to leave.
0: You don't
1: unless you're in the tent. That's that's. You don't need it, to leave people. the
0: house at twelve noon on Thanksgiving just to pay twenty five dollars for a game. Just buy it online, and you're fine. <laughs> all right, just just do that
1: will y'all got anything coming out for the week for next week uh, uh oh yeah the, cool. yeah
3: the, the, the big the big thing i'll see I, I think we might have met nova next week we'll see we'll see But the, the big thing i'm waiting to review for the snack society, we gotta get those new peppermint bark oreos that just dropped so that, i think that's the biggest thing on the horizon that we'll be dropping as far as the snack society goes of course you can find me on the twitter at heel will mahoney Uh, Becky Lynch was taking up most of my feed this weekend. (laughs) So we'll have a lot of Survivor Series talk this weekend at NXT TakeOver. Oh, and and, and God, I better not say anything more about Kyle O'Reilly playing darn air guitar because apparently people are very sensitive about that, I found out today. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. Folks are very sensitive about him playing air guitar. Apparently it's very
0: cool. It's like, oh my God. It's it's amazing. (laughs) It's not dorky.
3: It's very cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's it. Anyway. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're gone. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll
1: have a new episode for you guys uh, next Wednesday, a very uh, Thanksgiving Eve-ish episode. So stay tuned, and we'll see the fallout from this week's Survivor Series and NXT. Take